0: This is Trice Talk, Minipod, for a Tuesday night, July the 27th, 2021, and I'm your host, Donald Wayne. Minipod, that gap filler between episodes of Tri's Talk, a mini version, if you will, of our regular show, where I limit the subjects and the time for the show itself. Well, if you're a regular, you're not expecting to hear a... Mini pod on a Tuesday night because that is a night that Dennis Lee and I are supposed to do a show together. But unfortunately, Dennis Lee is not with me tonight, so um, I'm going. I decided to go ahead and do a mini pod instead, uh, even though I have a little bit more subject matter uh, I had prepared than I normally would for a mini pod. But uh, hopefully he'll be back for Thursday night. <laughs> I'm not not making any promises because I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to mislead you. But um, uh, every indication is that he'll be back on Thursday night for our next episode scheduled together. Anyway, I appreciate you checking out this episode of Tristalk Minipod tonight. And um, I've got a couple of things for you tonight. The first thing is really more or less a commentary. <laughs> I don't usually do just, uh, you know, very long commentaries on subjects. I comment as I go through articles uh, generally, but uh, this time I'm going to start out with a little bit of a commentary uh, about January 6th. Since the proceedings, started yesterday i believe they started yesterday was it or is it today hmm well anyway i um i'm gonna have a, i got a little bit of a commentary and I, I really i watched a little bit of what went on today but i didn't i could not watch it very long and of course i had to stop watching it when adam Schiff uh took the microphone <laughs> And, uh, I understand that, you know, they didn't get into a lot of facts today, but it was primarily talking to the four capital police officers, uh, four of the capital police officers that were there that day. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of waiting for some other things to come out and be discussed and, uh, and then maybe that'll make, uh. A good subject for our show, but I, I did want to comment on that just because so many things are being said uh, and and have been analyzed about January the sixth, and I uh, and we've talked about it a little bit on Trice Talk, Dennis Lee and I have over the past um, seven months from time to time, and so maybe some of what I'm going to say is not new if you've listened to any of those other episodes. But I just have a few things I want to say, since we will be getting into uh, more in-depth on, on the discussion about the hearings one day this week, for sure. But let me start out by saying, for you know the hundredth time, or maybe not quite a hundred times, but I've said it more than once, like a lot of conservatives have said on TV, but nobody seems to remember that when they're talking about it, when especially when liberals are talking about what happened. But so what happened at the Capitol building on January the 6th of this year should have never happened. It should have never happened. And while I do not believe that all the people that entered the Capitol that day were there to destroy our government or destroy the building or to stop the proceedings that were going on that day, like liberals want to make you believe. As I believe, some of the crowds that went into the Capitol that day did not have the common sense to realize that what they were doing was wrong. That's no excuse in itself. But liberals like to point out to you when someone, uh, you know, on the left does something stupid, they always want to analyze the intent of the person doing the stupid deed. So I think it's important that we at least agree that not everybody that went into the building that day was there for nefarious reasons. And anyone who truly supported Donald Trump that day, and this is another one of my, this is an opinion. Anyone who truly supported still then, President Donald Trump, and had half a brain, would not have done what they did that day, because anybody with a half a brain would have known that by doing what they did, they were destroying a lot of the credibility of anything that conservatives might say about what. That day was about showing up in Washington D.C. because there was no way that these these actions or the actions that they uh, took that day were going to land that they weren't they were not going to land back on on the president and provide fodder for liberals to say, "See, Trump supporters are anarchists who want to overthrow the government," thereby allowing Trump to remain as president. And every time I hear that come out of some idiot's mouth, I don't care who it is, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican, it just makes me cringe because nobody with half a brain could truly believe that anybody thought that kind of plan would work. Nor would true conservatives, law-abiding people and Trump supporters believe that that would be the right way to do something like that, even if it were remotely possible. We don't want that kind of government. We don't want a government where a group of people can go in and and do what they did on January the 6th and then affect the outcome of the election or affect the outcome of who actually is going to be president. That's not the way that it's done in a democratic republic. Only an idiot, and let me say that again, only an idiot would believe that that was even a possibility. And anyone who believes that crowd of people could seize the Capitol and thereby seize control of the government, I mean, well, they're as misguided as the idiots that flowed into the Capitol building that day like sheep. Remember, some of the people just quietly filed into the Capitol building that day where, uh, and and you can see this on videos. I mean, those were a lot of the videos that were shown at that time and back in January and and times since. But some of these people walking around, they're talking to the, the Capitol police and they're looking around. Yeah, they're waving flags. But they almost look like they're waiting for a tour. I, I saw a couple of, of, of video clips where people just kind of walking in, uh, not single file, but they were just walking in peacefully, looking around and smiling at each other and, and, and looking like they were tourists. Almost like they didn't have a clue the gravity of what they were doing at that very moment. That at that very moment, they were hurting the credibility of the person they were supposedly there to support. But on the other side of the building, while these people were filing in quietly, and I've never really have seen a diagram to see where actually these other people were breaking windows and 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 breaking in doors and so forth to, to break into the Capitol. But there's videos showing them doing that. They obviously, those idiots probably didn't realize that people were just walking in in this other location. I mean, why would you go to the trouble of breaking down doors and windows when you have other people that are just filing in what appears to be peacefully, I, I don't know how peaceful it was, but by all uh, by general looks at looking at the videos, they they just looked like they were strolling in. Yet these other people had to break in? That doesn't make sense. I wonder why. But regardless of the intent of the masses that entered the Capitol that day, they should not have been there for any reason that day. If they had stayed outside of the Capitol building and done their yelling and screaming and protesting there, they would have been within their rights. But everyone who did bad deeds that day, and I say bad deeds, and there were some deeds far worse than others, but some awfully bad deeds. However, however strong a a description you want to use of what, what went on that day, Those people should be punished. But I do not believe that the punishment can be a one-size-fits-all. Anyone who assaulted Capitol Police officers, regardless of the extent of their assault, I don't care if they just slapped somebody one time or if they beat them with a flagpole or they hit them with um, uh, one of the the Capitol Police officers uh, testified today that Uh, people were using baseball bats to hit officers with. Um, And some of them said they had stun guns. Some of the people in the crowds had stun guns. But, But regardless of the extent, anybody that assaulted somebody should get the most severe punishment available by law. I have no problem with them going to prison for years if they assaulted somebody. Because I don't care who it is in this country, you do not have a right to assault anyone. You have a right to protect yourself, but you don't have a right to assault anyone. I just talked last night about that poor 68-year-old man that got beat in, in New York on the uh, New York City Street over the weekend. It was on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning. I'm not sure which, but um, and I was appalled every time I look at that video. Well, I feel the same way about anybody, even if they're Trump supporters. If you're going to even if you say they're Trump supporters and they beat a Capitol police officer or anybody, any innocent person, anybody that was there doing their job that day. They should get the most severe punishment they can get under the law. Because we cannot have that in our society. We cannot condone people for what Ever reason, you don't have a reason to assault somebody, to beat somebody, to hit somebody. Anyone who destroyed property that day, anyone who gained access to areas that they should not be in, should be prosecuted and punished in a manner that is justified by their actual crimes. There was a, a man sentenced, I believe, towards the end of last week. I think he's the first one sentenced uh, who, who was a person who breached the Capitol building that day. And he owned what he did. And he didn't beat anybody by all... Uh, all uh, Everybody concerned, everybody that had any information or knowledge of what this particular individual did, he did not assault anybody. Uh, there's no evidence that he uh, destroyed any property, but he was there. And for whatever reason, he's the first one uh, they filed uh, or they actually went ahead and and, and tried. And, um, and he's going to do, I believe, 18 months in jail. And he says... I accept my punishment because I did the crime. I should not have been there. I should not have done what I did. And I'm sorry for what I did. And I have to own the punishment. Well, that has to be, it should be that way with everybody that was there that day. That should not have been where they were. So I'm I'm for all those people being punished. To the fullest extent of the law, so you can make, so you can send a message to anybody else that ever even thinks about that again. This is what's going to happen to you. I support if that's what the Democrats are pushing. I support that, but I don't think that you can make everybody give everybody the same punishment because some some of the uh, crimes are much worse than others. Liberals love to say that these people breached the Capitol that day to enable Donald Trump to remain president. Those who may have had that thought certainly weren't playing with a full deck. But then liberals think that everyone who voted for or supported Donald Trump, they think, you know, we're a bunch of deplorables with racism in our hearts and dreams of white supremacy dancing in our heads. That's what they think of any conservative. They really think that of conservatives in general, but you know, after Trump was elected to office, then they, they could attach that to our description as well. Because if you think about it, they've, they've been badmouthing conservatives for years, for years. What those writers did that day was give liberals justification to continue their quest to rid this country of Donald Trump for once and all. And you can bet images of that day will be contained in just about every stinking political ad that the Democrats are going to be using next, uh, well, when the political season kicks in, I guess probably in full swing January, February of next year. But any Democrat that's going to be running for office next year, I'd be very surprised if they don't use this as part of the theme. You need to send us back or you need to elect us because look what the Republicans did. Look what the conservatives did. Look what Donald Trump's supporters did. They don't believe in the, in, in, in the uh, outcome of a vote. They believe in anarchy. Liberals want you to believe that those hordes of Trump supporters intended from the outset to assault, destroy, and take over the government that day. That was their intent if you listen to CNN and MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC they think that's what those people intended to do from the very beginning. And the, many of them will go so far as to say that's what Donald Trump expected them to do. So you're basically saying Donald Trump is an idiot as well. That he thinks that, you know, I, I, the crowd size that actually broke into the Capitol building today. The, the numbers have kind of fluctuated. Uh, some people say a thousand, some people say 600, but how many of her people's stormed into the Capitol building that day or, or entered the Capitol building illegally that day. Donald Trump sent those people down there to help him be able to remain as president. There's a lot of unanswered questions about why and how could it happen that day. And those questions haven't been answered yet. I don't know that they ever will be. I don't know that there's not certain people in Washington, D.C. that do not want answers to those questions. We'll see. We'll see what comes out this week. And regardless of Trump could have said something differently that day, and many people, uh, including myself, wish he hadn't said some things that he said. But if I'd been standing in Washington, D.C. that day and listened to anything that he said, there's nothing in the world that he could say or anybody on the face of the earth could say that would make me have gone into the Capitol building that day, even if I just stood in there and looked around like I was on vacation. Nothing. Because I'm smarter than that. I'm more principled than that. I have values that are greater than that. I know right from wrong. And I can't help but believe that the majority of the people that went to see Donald Trump that day and participate in that protest, in that rally slash protest, are more intelligent than liberals are giving them credit for. But if that small group, in comparison to the overall number of people that were there that day, would have been able to overthrow the government and say we, and and, and somehow or another miraculously ensure that Donald Trump remained as president. If that was possible, if that's all it would take to overthrow the government and then put in somebody that you want to be president, God help us, because we're in serious, serious trouble. You know, Reggie Watts once said, in the absence of truth, there is confusion. The essence of truth. There's a lot of confusion in this country right now because there's an absence of truth and more than just what went on January the 6th and more than just what went on during the elections or the election last year. There's more absence of truth and really how those riots got organized last year, who funded a lot of the stuff that went into those riots. They wanna talk about riot gear. They, they talked today a little bit, the, the Capitol Police officers did, about some of the people came in with, with uh, Kevlar vest on and, and face shields, and then some of them uh, took the, the uh, riot shields off of some of the officers that were there. Well, that very same thing happened last summer in a number of cities. People showed up to these riots with gas masks and and helmets and Kevlar vest and and military grade attire, billy clubs and shields. Most of those were homemade, I think, what I could see. But how many Democrats in Washington are, are concerned about what went on with those riots last year? And just because you question something else that wasn't addressed as much as this is being addressed does not mean that you're discounting January the 6th, which is what they like to do. They like to say, well, if you bring that up, then, you know, you don't really care about what happened January 6th. I do. I think every reasonable red-blooded American does. But you can't pick and choose what you want to make uh, the worst issues because there's a whole bunch of worst issues and we need answers to all of them in the absence of truth there is confusion so we'll see what goes on in the hearing tomorrow and if there's enough uh, new stuff that comes out that makes it worthy of a discussion tomorrow night or Thursday. And I may save it for Thursday when Dennis Lee is supposed to be back. Um, and actually, we, we had talked about doing a live show tonight. So if we get enough information that we can discuss that, maybe we'll be able to do a live show on Thursday and talk about this and hopefully get some input from some of you if you're willing to spend time with us live on Thursday night and uh, offer your opinions and your takes on what you've heard so far or just what you believe went on that day on January the 6th. All right. The next, um, the next thing I want to talk about is a story that broke late last week. Uh, Thursday or Friday, I may have heard about it on Saturday, I'm not quite sure, but it's about Hasbro being accused by a whistleblower that they were going to push CRT training on their employees. I don't know if you've heard that, I actually haven't seen a lot about it, I saw it one time on the news, um, before the weekend, and then I think I saw, I think I saw this guy, um, David Johnson, who is the whistleblower. I think I saw him interviewed one other time over the weekend. But anyway, um, it was an interview of a Hasbro employee and his name is David Johnson, uh, the whistleblower, and he leaked information about the internal training session. So I I believe I'm hoping I'm getting this correct. Uh, He was, um, Part of that training session, he was in on it or he was uh, uh, online with it that particular day. And he decided, because of the content he was hearing, he decided to uh, tape a lot of it. I don't know if he taped the entire thing. But um, anyway, he, he provided a recorded training session that echoed claims of the quasi marxist critical race theory instructed by hasbro employees that racist behavior could be found in their youngest customers let me let me do that again cuz i may have <laughs> i'm not it didn't sound right when i was reading it The recorded training session he provided echoed claims of the quasi-Marxist critical race theory, instructed Hasbro employees that racist behavior could be found in their youngest customers. Hopefully that makes a little more sense. The Conscious Kid, a California... Uh, I just enlarged the screen here and <laughs> lost my place. Sorry about that. The conscious kid, a California based organization that describes itself as a dedicated to equity and promoting healthy racial identity development in youth provided the training for Hasbro on that session, Katie Ishuka Stevens. Forgive me, Katie, if I'm mispronouncing that. A co-founder of The Conscious Kid said in the video, children as young as two are already using race to reason about people's behaviors. And we may see this play out in daycare or on the playground and how kids are starting to choose or exclude playmates and friends. By age three, children are already starting to apply stereotypes and research shows that they may also use racist language intentionally at this age. At three, white children at this age may report explicit or overt negative attitudes towards people of color. By age four, kids are showing a strong and consistent pro-white Anti black bias. Now, this is all from this, this lady, this uh, Katie Ishuka Stevens, founder of the Conscious Kid. The whistleblower, David Johnson, told James O'Keefe, the founder of Project Veritas, a nonprofit undercover journalist outfit known for exposing anti conservative bias in the media and tech companies, that he found it absurd to teach as fact the claim that two-year-olds could display racial biases and that he wanted parents to be aware of the indoctrination of children currently at play at Hasbro. They want to introduce children into racial bias at an early age before they're really able to understand what race and racism is, said Johnson. Who, by the way, is black? CRT teaches people And at Hasbro, they wanted to teach children to judge people based on race, and that's not something that I think Dr. Martin Luther King would have supported, he told Sean Hannity on an interview the other night. I think it was Monday night. That's something that King wanted to end in this country. It's not the correct path forward that we should be taking. In response to the report, Hasbro claimed that the training has been mischaracterized and that the guest speaker statement wasn't meant to be shared among all of the company's employees. Project Veritas report mischaracterizes Hasbro and our values. Hasbro said in a statement to the Hill, noting that the company would occasionally invite third party speakers for optional sessions to discuss diverse viewpoints. The reference session was not mandatory training. It was an optional webinar attended by a small group of employees. As always, the views expressed by external speakers are their own and do not reflect the views of the company. Hasbro, in the meantime, has reportedly suspended David Johnson, the whistleblower, for leaking the information about the training session. The company claimed that he leaked information Oh, the company claimed that the leaked information mischaracterizes the company's values. Critical race theorists see inherit racism in the foundations of Western society, such as legal reasoning, enlightenment, rationalism, and constitutional law, and seek to fundamentally transform those societies to end that claimed racial oppression. After all, CRT interprets society through the lens of a racial struggle between white and non-white people who are assigned their roles of oppressors and oppressed, respectively. Okay, so that's Hasbro. I can't remember the last time I bought anything that had the name Hasbro on it, but uh, there was a time in my life I spent a fair amount of money uh on Hasbro products. But I I can't help but think, and this is my opinion, and it's been a while since I've had a two year old in my life. Well not not extremely long because I have a grandson, but of course he's much older than two now. I, I for the life of me can't imagine that a two-year-old could display racial biases and that he wanted, uh, you know, and, and reacting with other children. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it doesn't exist anywhere. I'm not saying that there's not parents in this country that have biases of their own or that may be racist themselves. And that in some ways they may imprint that on their children. I'm not saying that's not a possibility. Not saying it's not even likely. There are places in this country, there are people in this country who are racist, who discriminate, and who will never change. Out of ignorance, they will never change. You're not going to change them. But... I've been around a lot, you know. Back when my kids were in that age group, I spent a lot of time around them and other kids that they played with. Especially when you get up into the the three year olds and the four year olds, mm-hmm. and never in my life. I mean, you talk about kids. Uh, let's see, what did he say here? Let me go back up. Uh, by age three, children are already starting to apply stereotypes and research shows that they may also use racist language. And uh, that's not what I was looking for. Children as young as two are already using race to reason about people's behaviors and we may see this play out in daycare or on the playground and how kids are starting to choose or exclude playmates and friends. I got news for you. I mean, if any of these numbnuts have ever spent any serious time uh, in a daycare environment. You know, kids are kids. Kids tend to pick who they want to play with. And many times kids can be cruel and they exclude people, other kids, for various reasons. And not to say that maybe... You know, some two year old, you know, get together with two or three other two year olds as they're stumbling around or crawling around, whichever the case may be, and, and they may not choose for one reason or another to play with a particular kid. But these people are saying it's it's gonna be about race or it's gonna be because of color that these kids do that. Well, I can tell, I would love to talk to the person who did this report. I'd love to know how many kids they studied to come up with this uh, theory that they have. But like I said, I've seen a lot, because of my own kids, I've seen a lot of uh, uh, kid interaction environments. And basically, my experience is kids tend to care nothing about race or differences. Sometimes, you know, uh, you're not really sure why some kids will play together and they won't play with others. It's not always about race. There are other factors that go into who kids choose to play with. But you think you're going to go in there and you're going to start teaching two-year-olds how to avoid this? Or are they, if they believe in critical race theory, they're going to go in there and teach two-year-olds that if they're white, that they're racist? Or that their parents are racist? By age four, kids are showing a strong and consistent pro-white, anti-black bias. I can tell you, again, I have experience dealing with that. Not everywhere. It's limited. It's only in my little world, okay? But I think their experience is limited as well. And I think it was in uh, they chose the environments that they, they wanted to be in in order to come up with the results that they say they did. I watch too many kids play together. Kids, you know, unless unless kids have been influenced by some outside uh, factor, I've seen kids on playgrounds, even in the public parks uh, around the area, when they take the grandkid uh, to the park. White kids, black kids, Hispanic kids, they were all playing together. If if they if you're playing something they want to play, they play together. If you're playing tag, you're you're playing hide and go seek or whatever it is. So, I don't um, like I say. Unfortunately, when you get these kind of articles and you get these people teaching these kind of things, they never really give you any facts. They always give you, well, uh, based on our studies, well, what did you study? What groups did you study? Where where are the kindergartens that you uh, went to use as part of your study? You know, we need a little bit of facts here. But I can tell you what you're not going to do and what you don't have a right to do is you don't have a right to go in and try to start teaching two-year-olds this crap that you say is necessary for our society. That's the, that's the role of the parents. And yes, you'll have some bad parents in this country who will not teach their kids the fundamental things about how to get along with other people, but the government or a company does not have the right to come in and start teaching somebody else's children these kinds of theories, especially when there's crap that are that are or people are just they're they're trying to push because they have an agenda and how they want to change this country. I don't think parents. I I, I would I would dare say you'd be hard-pressed to find too many parents in this country that would allow an organization to come in and start trying to influence two-year-olds and three-year-olds and four-year-olds, or any of them. The things that this critical race theory is trying to teach. And there's ways to accomplish what they say their goal is without doing it in the manner in which they're trying to do it. So this is crap. In my opinion, that is an opinion. Okay. All right. So much for that. So much with Hasbro. Um, hopefully, of course, if I were David Johnson, the, the employee that was suspended, I don't, you know, once you go down the road, I mean, that's, that's going to be that's going to be probably the outcome. If you if you blow the whistle on some company that you're working for, if you get them in trouble or shed light on something that they're doing that is not quite on the up and up, you should be expected to be suspended. Personally, I would go ahead and quit because I don't want to work for people that I do not believe in their value system. I'm not going to work for people if I... Uh, suspect them of doing things that are wrong. That doesn't mean I have to agree with all the opinions of the people that I work for. But when those opinions spill over into trying to influence other people, and especially somebody's kids, then that's where I have to draw the line. Okay, so that's the two things for tonight. I appreciate you uh, spending time with me on Minipod tonight, even though it was unexpected for a Tuesday night. I appreciate it, and I'm sorry uh, we had to make a change, and Dennis Lee isn't here tonight. But like I say, uh, check back on uh, Thursday night and possibly look at the – schedule on Podbeam, and you may find that we'll be doing a live show on Thursday night, if at all possible. Uh, tomorrow night, I'll be doing another mini pod, and I may do a short update about uh, any any new developments on the uh, hearings tomorrow, but there's plenty of other stuff going on, folks. The new mask mandates that they're, they're getting ready to push on everybody. Uh, I mean, it's there, there's no shortage of insane news stories right now. So um, there's enough going on, plenty for us to talk about. And I'd love to hear from anybody who wants to comment on any of the uh, articles that we use on Trice Talk or Trice Talk Mini Pod. If you have any comments, please share them. And they don't have to agree with us, okay? If you adamantly disagree with anything that i say or dennis lee says or any of the articles that we use for the shows send us an email at uh, tristalk 69 pts at gmail.com i will be posting that well it's actually posted there where you saw the show that you clicked on to listen to the episode so uh you can get it there but yeah please send us an email if you feel strongly about something, you have an opinion, even if it disagrees with what we say on the show. Uh, we're, we're big boys. We're old enough to take some criticism. Um, and sometimes we could be wrong, right? Okay. Maybe you can make us see the light if you'll take the time to make your argument. All right. Please join me again tomorrow night, Wednesday night. And uh, for now, I hope everybody has a nice Wednesday. Uh, I know it's getting extremely hot in the south now. We, what was going on in the in the uh, northwest uh, a couple of weeks ago, or uh, well, still going on in some places, is now starting to happen down in the deep south, Mississippi, uh, Alabama, Louisiana. We had a little bit of uh, heat advisories in, in uh, southern Georgia today. So who knows? Maybe creeping up around Atlanta tomorrow. All right. I'm Donald Wayne, and this has been Tristalk talk mini Stay safe, everybody.
1: of the day